1: Despite being the payoff of the biggest story of the year, there's no guarantee that the Wrestlemania main event will be the biggest or best match of the night. It may well be it's overshadowed by earlier bouts, right down to the Curtain Jerker itself. In no particular order, here are some of the best Wrestlemania opening contests that set a bar that the main event couldn't make it over. I'm CypherWhatculture.com, WhatCulture.com and these are 10 Hot Wrestlemania Openers that Blew the Main Event Away. Number 10, Edge versus Del Rio, WrestleMania 27. WrestleMania 27 holds the honor of being the first time in WWE history that the flagship event kicked off with a world title match. This has become not an uncommon occurrence ever since, but Edge versus Alberto Del Rio certainly had the stink of the other championship bout, next to the marketing of Cena, Miz and buzzing around like a Hollywood fly, The Rock. Del Rio's road to the match was an example of the WWE corporate super push that makes fans uneasy. He'd been on the main roster for nine months before winning the 40-man extravaganza version of the Rumble, and as such match interest was low. Still, despite a shaky start, the match overall delivered. The challenger got a lot of offense, keeping Edge down and making the audience antsy for a comeback. When it eventually came, Edge brought the house down with a hellacious spear to retain the title, putting an end for now to Del Rio's championship dreams. It was a bright spot in a show that is about as bang average as you can get, not what you want from your culmination of the last 12 months of TV. And what are the main event, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter gave Cena vs The Miz a paltry 1.25 stars and fans tended to agree. Even The Rock running interference didn't stop fans from coming away with very mixed feelings about the event overall. Number 9. Money in the Bank Ladder Match, WrestleMania 25 WrestleMania 25, despite the marketing saying so, should never be referred to as WrestleMania's 25th anniversary because that's not how maths works. Still, it was a massive show that marked the third year in a row that WWE outdid themselves for highest grossing pay-per-view. By this point the Money in the Bank ladder match had become a staple of the event and this year was no different. The match was little more than a spot fest but sometimes that's what an audience wants to see to really get in the mood for spectacle. Shelton Benjamin put in the performance of a lifetime here with numerous high energy ladder spots including of course his ridiculous diving headbutt which even on repeated viewings looks brutal. But that's not all, there was also Hornswoggle climbing a stepladder onto Mark Henry's back to get to the turnbuckle to do a splash and CM Punk hanging off the ladder by his foot for the last 60 seconds before his win. The match kicked off a show that had its ups and downs, but largely all bouts overshadowed the final showdown of the night, a tale of vengeance between Triple H and Randy Orton that just didn't click together right. The only reason that's not completely at the bottom of the pile is because this is the year that Santino Marella won a women's battle royal. Because if I have to remember it, you do too. Number 8. The Rockers vs The Barbarian and Haku – WrestleMania 7 1991's WrestleMania 7 houses a major match in one of the most controversial stories lines in WWE history when Sergeant Slaughter turned his back on the US to become an Iraqi sympathizer. The company understandably came under fire for exploiting a real-life war. This contributed to lesser ticket sales than anticipated and the event moved from a stadium to an arena because of it. This and the lacklustre main event that saw Slaughter toppled by all American hero Hulk Hogan are largely what the event brings to mind first. But it's not all bad and one of the undercard matches that stood out was the show opener. Shawn Michaels, the man who would go on to call him himself Mr. WrestleMania makes his first appearance on the grandest stage of them all alongside tag partner Marty Jannetty in full babyface bravado. Haku and the Barbarians similarly got their heat via their manager Bobby Heenan, as always never failing to get under the crowd's skin by interruption. More an exhibition match than anything high stakes, nevertheless it's a peek into the potential of the future HBK. The quick 10 minute bout contains both speedy team-based offense and the anticipation of a Michaels hot tag. The Rockers go over with a dropkick and crossbody combination to a surprisingly hot reaction. Hey, that Michaels kid is over. Number seven: Sheamus vs. Bryan, WrestleMania 28. Vince was so keen to get John Cena and The Rock in a bout against each other at WrestleMania 28 that their eventual one-on-one was booked a year in advance. The match itself, despite being the endless string of signature moves that you'd expect out of the two, was moderately well received. Meanwhile, fans took to Twitter and Reddit to complain about the mistreatment of indie darling Daniel Bryan, who had lost his World Heavyweight Title to Sheamus in the show's opener in a stunning 18 seconds. However, this online chatter differed greatly from the in-person perspective who, despite him being a heel, were equally hot for Bryan's entrance as the shock of his sudden loss. More importantly, this entry more so works in retrospect. Whilst the main event was billed as once in a lifetime, it infamously happened again just a calendar year later. It was more of the same, which dilutes both matches. Cena vs Rock is hardly as memorable as Rock vs Hogan as clearly intended. Daniel Bryan's humiliating loss, on the other hand can be argued as the beginning of his rise. This was the lowest point that he would eventually springboard from, and in two years time be closing the show of shows with the WWE title in his hands. As such, these 18 seconds have a place in history which makes it the most memorable match on the card. Number 6. The Intercontinental Ladder Match WrestleMania 31 WrestleMania 31 from a match quality perspective is strong, but the booking was more than questionable. Triple H buried Sting in his first ever WrestleMania match, and The Undertaker needlessly killed off Bray Wyatt's potential. Shot to the moon immediately after the breakup of the shield, the biggest mistake of all would have been putting the world title on Roman Reigns in the main event. Of course, this was neatly avoided by Rollins' heist of the century cash-in. That moment itself is legendary, but the match leading up to it was overshadowed by others. In terms of pound for pound quality, the ladder match for Bad News Barrett Intercontinental Championship inches out in front of it. Hard-hitting, pacey, yet well-constructed, if you like chaos, then this is the match for you. Fun additional in fact, this is so far our truths final Wrestlemania match outside of gimmicky Battle Royals, and it's cool to see him mix it up with a group of guys clearly looking to steal the night. Ambrose finds himself crumpling in the biggest spot of the match, Harper leads the pack as the MVP, and Stardust and his exo-atmospheric Starbird, which is a ladder covered in rhinestones, amp up the weapon-based shenanigans. Brian winning the shebang just made sense as a former world champion looking to restore prestige to the title, although of course this sadly would be cut short by
0: $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
1: slash wrestling. Number 5, Mysterio vs Guerrero, WrestleMania 21. Rey Mysterio vs Eddie Guerrero was the surprising opening contest of WrestleMania Goes Hollywood. It came about as a unique proposition put on the table by Eddie's nephew, Chavo. Why not, instead of defending your tag team titles at WrestleMania 21, just go out there and steal the show by competing against each other? And that they did. Mysterio and Guerrero, consummate professionals, made excellent use of their allotted 13 minutes despite mask malfunctions for Mysterio throughout the latter half of the match. It slows at times to tell the story of Guerrero desperately trying to figure out how to prove himself by toppling his tag team partner, but speeds up to get the kind of frenetic high-flying action you'd want from them both. WWE often has an aversion to booking matches between two faces, especially on large-scale events, but this was the right move, especially ending it with a handshake, getting the crowd prepped for the rest of the night. Mania 21 is remembered overall fondly, but its pair of main events are easily a sore spot. The final bout between Triple H and Batista is your standard drawn-out, overbooked Hunter Snorefest, and the coronation of Batista as World Champion is far better than the match itself. Mysterio and Guerrero might not be the best on the card, but it's certainly better than this. Number four, Ripley vs. Flair, WrestleMania 36, Night 2. WrestleMania 36 was incredibly weird at the time, and now several years removed, it's kind of hard to watch. Taking place just at the start of the pandemic, fans will remember the feeling of not knowing whether the event would take place at all, and if so, in what form. As such, the two-night event consisted of pre-taped matches from Full Sail University in front of absolutely no one, giving the show a strange aura. It's hard to describe any matches as hot in a traditional sense, since there was no audience, but all the same it is still possible to talk about quality. Overall, everyone did their best, and the night two main event of Drew McIntyre putting down Brock Lesnar to win the title is remembered as a spectacular moment, despite the lack of even piped-in crowd noise. However, at just under five minutes, it was a slugfest of finish and kick-out, and hardly a compelling or original tale. A Beast Incarnate match by numbers. Charlotte Flair using her Rumble win to challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT Championship stands out as one of the best non-cinematic matches of the entire weekend. Flair kicked out of Ripley's finisher two minutes into the match, worked Ripley's knee, and the pair told a great in-ring story of struggle despite the extenuating circumstances. Number 3. Rollins versus Balor versus Miz WrestleMania 34 When it comes to members of The Shield, the gulf of quality WrestleMania matches is pretty clear. Ambrose never really got given all that much, Reigns has had a lot of unfortunately booked stinkers, but Rollins has amassed quite an interesting and diverse catalogue. The Architect has competition in tag matches, indie darling bouts, and championship challenges. WrestleMania 34 saw Rollins square up for a triple threat match for The Miz's Intercontinental title alongside first-time Mania competitor Finn Balor. There was very little story to get to this match and it wasn't like much was really needed. It was a case of three big names to open the show in an exciting, frantic title match, and it delivered on every level. The match started with a string of amusing roll-up attempts and progressed to a series of finishes, culminating in Rollins capturing the belt to become Grand Slam champion. Conversely, closing the show was the second of the many Lesnar and Reigns face-offs, this time with the crowd really no more behind Reigns than at WrestleMania 31. This rivalry is hilariously rated as a 1.25 by fans on cagematch.net, with this instalment being the bottom of the barrel, and one that Both fans at home and in attendance didn't care about. Number two, the Intercontinental Ladder Match, WrestleMania 32. WrestleMania 32 is remembered for being one of the worst of all time. We have The Rock's so far final match in WWE beating Eric Rowan in six seconds, a careful Lesnar not putting his all into a no holds barred with Ambrose, and the foregone conclusion of a main event with fans booing Roman Reigns beating Triple H in exceedingly boring fashion. The less said about that, the better. Still, there There were a few bouts that delivered, such as the technical Styles and Jericho matchup and the women's triple threat, however far and away the most exciting moment opened the proceedings. It's another Intercontinental title ladder match between a brilliant selection of WWE's best mid-carders at the time. Highlights included Sin Cara splashing Stardust through a ladder to the outside, Stardust's latest unique ladder design being a homage to his father, and Zayn and Owens ignoring almost everyone else in the match to go after each other. To make things more remarkable, the match was due to feature Adrian Neville before he was hit with an injury. Zack Ryder stepped in in his place, and despite the fact that it felt like a title change was imminent, almost nobody expected him to win. Then, out of nowhere, Ryder grabbed his first and only intercontinental title in front of his home crowd of New York City to kick off the show in feel-good fashion. At number 1, Owen vs. Brett, WrestleMania 10. The main event of WrestleMania 10 was an attempt to overwrite the mess of the previous year, and to a certain extent it worked. However, Yokozuna vs. Bret Hart under delivers. Special guest referee Roddy Piper's incessant fast counts change the pace of the match and the finish falls flat. What should have been a triumphant victory for Hitman is more circumstantial as Yokozuna loses his balance on the turnbuckle and knocks his head. That's it? Really? It was an escape of air after an otherwise brilliant story throughout the event, with Bret and Luger both winning the Rumble and fighting their way through WrestleMania in pursuit of gold. Bret opened and closed the card, with the curtain jerker, not being just one of the best best matches of the night, but also in WrestleMania history. Bret Hart and brother Owen put on a match that is not just a technical marvel, but a mini story in itself. The King of Hearts mouths off to Bret, but Hitman won't let Owen leave the ring. Eventually, Owen puts his brother away, cementing him as a potential main event star in the future, which expertly comes back around to the end of the show as he stares down the new WWE Champion, a man he proved he could beat just earlier that night. It was storyline perfection through the match itself and the entire night and set up the next year for both characters and that's the list let us know what you thought of this video down in the comments below what's your favorite wrestlemania opening match and of course let us know of any others that we didn't include make sure you like this video share it with your friends subscribe and hit that notification bell head over to whatculture.com for more content every day i've been Cypher, for whatculture and have a good week